Okay, there we go. I don't know if um if our video captured. I hope it did. We were doing so well, and we had an audience and everything. Oh well, I tell you what. Why don't we do this? Why don't we? Do... <laughs> why don't we do a reboot of this video? Okay, <laughs> we can do it. Okay, okay. So let's let's That's start right over. Okay. I, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe it's the weather. I'm gonna blame the rain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, good afternoon, everyone. I have a close friend of mine. His, her name is Shawnee Smith. And she is an author of a book called Sweet Daddy's Funeral. I don't know if you can see it. And, and Shawnee, um, later on, I guess you can uh, put your information on the comment section so that folks can subscribe to your page and, and perhaps even purchase the book, hopefully. Because, I mean, I, I purchased your books and I've read it and, and I'm very inspired by it. So I, today I just have a few questions for you. Um, the first question is, what inspired you to write Sweet Daddy's Funeral? That is a very interesting What is from, unfortunately, the death of my father in 2018. I traveled to Memphis, Tennessee for the funeral. And as most funerals go, there is a wake portion of the funeral. And with the help of my cousins, we put together a slideshow of pictures for my father. And as the slideshow was playing, people were able to come, come to the area where my father was located. And my father was, worked for the Shelby County Sheriff's Department. And ironically, a few members were there for another funeral. And they just happened to stop by and see the slideshow. And he had been retired for a few years. And they, was, they came in and was like, oh, my gosh, that's Sweet Daddy. And I was like, Sweet Daddy. I never really knew my father had a nickname of Sweet Daddy. So I went back to Maryland, and I was taking a shower one day, and it just came to me in the shower, like, that voice, you need to write a book called Sweet Daddy's Funeral. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm tripping. But the thought would not go away. And then I asked my mother, I was like, what do you think if I wrote a book called Sweet Daddy's Funeral? And she was like, I love it, do it. And I was like, okay. I had never written fiction before other than when I was a child, just handwriting a little simple story short story i ended up um the only book i've written at that point was a non-fiction book called i didn't part my lips and i ended up getting a fiction writing coach and from there he the writing coach was able to help me with the formatting and really getting my ideas together and keeping me on a timeline to write the book oh okay well, you know, I can definitely relate. Um, you know, my dad passed away as well uh, a long time ago, and he uh, was a bus driver, a school bus driver. <clears throat> and I didn't know he knew a whole lot of people. Um, you know, I was able to arrange his funeral overseas. And um, I, you know, he was a veteran, so he was, I was able to get like a, a, a funeral arrangements at the memorial. Uh, a veterans uh, memorial area and a guy that played the piano uh, volunteered to play at my dad's uh, funeral I mean it looked uh -huh. like he was like a rolling stone or someone where a whole lot of people I didn't know mm -hmm. my mom probably didn't know either <laughs> just came through and, and you know gave condolences but 
um, I, I can appreciate your work and, I, and, and uh, your story. So I appreciate that. Uh, the next question is, what has been the response to the book? I've received um, informal responses from a few friends and family. What I was more concerned about was with family. But one of my aunts, she ended up reading the book and telling me, she was like, oh, I really enjoyed it. I could see, even though the book wasn't totally based upon my father's life, it was a few similarities. And she was like, I see your father. And another fun fact, my father has a twin. So she was like, I see your father and your uncle within the character, Benjamin, in the book. So she said she really enjoyed it. But my uncle, he hadn't read the book, but his wife read the book. And I didn't hear from them for like over a year. And I was like, oh my gosh, do they hate me? What's going on? When I spoke with my aunt, she said she really enjoyed the book. And also, I had a friend who I did, well, two friends who, who had read the book. Mm -hmm. One friend I didn't know, he's, he's a male. He was like, he said he could identify with the book. And I was like, oh, wow, because he said he grew up in a similar situation. Wow. I, like, I never knew, knew that. And then one of my friends read the book and her mother, and the, her mother said that the book would, she could really relate to the book because she went through similar situation i never knew that so just really when you write you never know who you may influence oh yes i can definitely see uh parts of my life as well uh, you know in relation to your upbringing and and the stuff that you you know went through and um it's it, it's inspiring me to to even uh take the pen to paper so hopefully one day <laughs> i will get busy with um doing so um the next question is are you planning any other writing projects yes i am a spoiler alert the sequel for sweet daddy's funeral is coming out but it's more of a light-hearted the title is um a happy place where she's showing the main character's transition from the tragedy and how she's functioning in her professional life as well as her personal life. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like uh, Kema, right? So Kema's yeah. the main character. And uh, I admire her grandmother for being the glue that uh, connected Kema's mom and her and Kema. Um, and you know, she was blessed to even have a, a grandparent that actually um, she could look up to. So mm -hmm. I admired that. Um, what advice would you give someone who wants to write a book but hasn't started, such as myself? <laughs> as the old cliche saying goes, you've seen on the Nike commercials, just do it. A lot of times we overthink and overanalyze the process. But really with me, it just starts, or with anyone, it just starts with, brainstorm it could be a simple outline of how you want your book to go from the beginning to end or if you're more interested in the character development in the beginning you can write your characters and then write their characteristics and how they interact with other characters and your story can likely flow that way and then if all else fails you can actually get a book writing coach or someone hmm. that they have many resources available online for people who are beginning to write books. Okay. How about for those that have like writer's block? You know, sometimes I have like an epiphany and I'll have an idea and I'll like jot it down on a piece of, well, my notepad or, or my iPhone. So I'm just wondering like what, um, 
what motivates you to go past that, that writer's block and come back to the main focus of the topic that you desire to write? Usually for me with writer's block, I just step away from the project for a while and then just really write the way, the way you feel that particular day because truth be told, you don't always feel like writing. <laughs> if you just start freestyling on writing or what's going on in your life, like maybe like a journal, then the ideas start coming. You'll start right. like, like, okay, I can apply this to this character or continue the storyline this way. So it's just kind of like a icebreaker when you first start out. And also when you're writing, a lot of times people say, oh, I don't have time to write. But then just think about it like you don't have to dedicate hours and hours each day to write. You can say, okay, this block of 15 minutes is going to be, I'm going to do nothing but write and turn off all distractions. If you're like me, you want to scroll your cell phone, like, oh, let's see what's going on. Maybe this can inspire me. <laughs> I'm guilty. It doesn't inspire you. <laughs> you might get a few ideas, but then a lot of times you get distracted and then you end up keep scrolling and scrolling, but just cut off the cell phone for 15 minutes and then just let the ideas flow until you like build up. You're like, okay, this day I'm going to write 15. Maybe the next day I'm going to do 30 minutes. Like, well, forget it. The following day I'm going to do an hour. But it's just consistency that really matters. Just like yeah. working muscle, right? Yes, just like working muscle, just like exercising. This is how you would schedule an appointment. Right. Schedule a time to write. Like, no, this is my dedicated writing time. And just make it a non-negotiable. That's very true. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I totally agree with consistency. Um, you know, we all want to lose that few inches around the waist or maybe drink a gallon of water a day. Right. So <laughs> trusty, uh, 32 ounce cup here and my, my fitness pal that I've been consistently tracking. Um, still trying to work on the macros, but anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm derailing from, from your interview. Um, so how can viewers connect with you, Shawnee? Viewers can connect with me through my newly launched website, sjswrites.com. And also you can find me on Facebook at sjsbooks. Okay. And also on Instagram at booksjssmith. And I can also write it in the comment section. Maybe after the, the live feed goes after on. Live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I was reading the book. And I came across, um, I just have like a few notes, if you will. On page eight, right, uh, I put down, Kemma looks up to her dad uh, disapp and disappointed by uh, his parenting. I know it talked about how she would get so excited about her dad um, after school because the dad would pick her up. Mm -hmm. or sweet daddy would pick her up from school and then um, the mom would have to then come over and pick Kema up. So I'm just wondering, um, it just uh, for me, being the reader, uh, it, it seems like Kema really, really looked up to her dad. Uh, what, do you, what is your take on that as the author of the book? Usually, a lot of times you have young ladies when they grow up around their fathers they're considered daddy's girls the father's like the first example that really a, a woman or young girl knows is like love from another from the opposite sex 
and you do look up to that like okay my father's here for me it really has a form of stability you know you always you know you usually always have your mother around but it's just right. something about that father influence where you feel nurtured and protected and then a lot of times as you know in the book that your father may let you get away with more stuff than your mother will let you get away with yeah that's that's very true um I can tell that she was very, uh, she looked up to her dad because on, on page nine of the book, uh, Kemma was concerned for her dad. And, um, you know, mom had the structure where mom said, okay, Kemma, don't eat those bag of chips. Mm -hmm. Dinner's about to be made. Uh, so I think a lot of people might be able to relate to that, that, um, match you know like matriarch of the mm -hmm. family where the mother has to put the structure and right. the dad's like hey just you know relax a little mm -hmm. bit we can mm -hmm. have a little bit of snacks before right. dinner that's not gonna hurt <laughs> <laughs> and then ends up not eating dinner right right spoiling the whole appetite <laughs> so i have one more um a snippet here that really really touched my heart in your book uh, page 23, it says here, uh, can you make that make him happy? Can you make basically daddy happy so he will come back home? I have and then the mom said, I have done all I can do to make him happy. When you get older, you will understand that doing all you can do for someone is not always enough to keep the person happy. Wow. I mean, for Kemma being at that age and actually asking the mom to make her dad happy so she can, he can stay home and not, you know, go to um, the player's dad. That's, that's what uh, you quoted there in your book. And, um, and then it says here, Kemma starts to cry. Somebody is making daddy happier than us that's why he's not coming home that really like drew a dagger in my heart i just i i started mm. to really really resonate i'm sorry i'm getting really emotional mm. because <laughs> sorry <laughs> and the, no um i think a lot of young women out here can relate even 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 men even even young boys because, you know, without the mom, sorry, without the dad there, um, you know, the family structure is not one. Um, but then it's kind of like, do we want to mold that uh, type of um, adult, you know, in the household, that type of parenting in the household? So I'm just wondering um, if you can elaborate on, on what made Kemma ask the mom if she can just make the dad happy so that way he can, you know, come home instead of being at the player's den and, mm -hmm. and, and somebody else making him happy. Mm -hmm. Well, really, Kim, a lot of times parents think that the kids don't really understand what's going on, but kids are really intuitive and they know when their parents are not getting along. So only thing that Kim was really concerned about, like whatever whatever it is that's going on, just please fix it. So if so I can be happy, I can have my father, and we can continue on as we normally normally do. Yeah. 
So just to forewarn everyone, this is a very emotional book. Um, at, there's some snippets here at times where you will um, or might be able to relate to her, to uh, Shawnee's writing. Um, I know I sure can, and I'm, I'm sure others will. Um, with that being said, Shawnee, uh, I really appreciate your time. I know we all have our, our work to get back to. And so if you wouldn't mind to, once we close up, uh, you can add your information uh, to that, to the uh, Instagram live. And then I'll go ahead and add yours as well on my post. But um, I appreciate your time, lady. And we'll, we will uh, get back in touch. Hopefully, I'll have something going next time. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much for me being the first. And th thanks, everyone, for joining our call. And uh, you have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. It's raining. Well, I don't know where you are, but over here in the DMV in the uh, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, uh, Virginia area, it's raining. It's thunderstorming out there. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Stay safe. Talk to you Bye. later. Have a good day.